aka Padders. This is Peter A. DeLuca here of aka Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. This is home of myself, the pop culture pope. And if that name doesn't describe this regular movie rollout to you, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. But this podcast is all about movies. It's all about me and my experiences watching these movies. You know, and look, look, I, I spent my life uh, dedicated to learning about film, studying film. And relatively uh, embarking on this podcast to review every single movie. And it, if, if you like, could just imagine like a whiteboard with infinitely growing bullet points and lists and themes uh, that I'm constantly adding to, adding to as much as I'm removing. That is my content strategy. Did I say that word right? But that that's my content outlook for this podcast. It's never going to end. It's going to be ongoing. Uh, it is obsessive. It's OCD. It's, it's all those fun things. But it, to me, it's also informative. And it's important. And it's important in a big way. Because I truly believe this. I, I will go toe-to-toe with anyone. Film criticism is dead. YouTube and the internet has destroyed it. With that being said... I go into these movies giving you a perspective of not only where they're at now, but what were they when they came out. And this takes a lot of thought and research, back and forth, uh, Google Notes, Google Docs, all, all those fun things. And along the way, you know, like I'll have something planned out. Like technically we should be talking about Top Gun right now, but someone like Wolfgang Peterson dies. Died at 81. German filmmaker, if you didn't get the sense of the, some of his German titles from the last episode, that was the tribute episode, episode 478. Just go back, go back one. Yes, and it's essentially like his death really opened my eyes even further because all these, all these influencers, all these people that have uh, a big microphone, uh, so many of them. They just ignored, just like glossed over Wolfgang Peterson. I almost said Jordan Peterson. Wolfgang Peterson's death. And why is his death impactful and important? He, in my eyes, is a clear favorite for the top or one of the top studio filmmakers. He did his jobs his job was to make a movie his job was to not make the movie because that is a large collaborative process to direct the movie to get the ideas to get the talent and to somehow you wedge it it's almost like a musket you you wedge the ball the powder uh whatever else a couple nails a couple screws into the musket of the gun and when you fire it you're hoping it gets near the target and the target is something that's good and long-lasting, okay? Because the studios, they know the strength of their libraries. So always from like the, 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 the early days, Charlie Chaplin, United Artists type stuff. You build a library through good content. And that good content is it's one of your future revenue streams going forward. So he did something, he, he, did, he did a job. It was called Outbreak, came out in 1995. I saw it with my friend Rob. 
Him and I were, uh, yeah, it was just like regular, like, uh, going to high school, Friday night, Saturday night, movie night. And him and I, Rob and I, we liked this movie so much. We bought the VHS. So he might have been working at Suncoast at the time. But we we got the VHS as soon as they came out. We were excited. I always thought the, uh, and again, too, like, this this is the difference between me and the rest of the film critic film review universe because they won't tell you this the vhs box art design which echoes the movie poster design is one of the great of its days and you might be like pete it's just a couple fonts it's red there's three floating heads they call that the mount rushmore or whatever it's some bs graphic artist term but it's so effective this poster comes off as clinical. It comes off as as exact, as purposeful. It truly you could replace some of the fonts with the name of a product. Replace some of the pictures. You know, replace the square picture of the monkey with a bottle of something, and you would believe that it, this is a tested product that you can put into your body. That's how effective the Outbreak poster design is. So bravo to whoever, you're somewhere. Whoever put that together, you get it. So th- this movie enters into a catalog. That, that's essentially what happens. Comes out 50 million, uh, grosses what? Uh, where are we at? 200 million. <laughs> Great investment. The title role, Dustin Hoffman, uh, you know, like, was offered to everyone. He settled on it. And a lot of what we get with this movie is the CAA, Creative Artist Agency System, system of filmmaking, meaning uh, we're, we're an agency. We, we represent all of these people. Studio, like I'm knocking on your door. Uh, you have to kind of run your projects through us because we're, we're going to put these things together for you with the best of the best because we represent all of them. That's essentially what this movie is. I always reference Hook as a similar example of that. But this movie goes, it comes and goes, you know, it goes into a library. And then COVID 2020 happens. And then this movie fires back out of the canon for, I guess we're using that reference twice. But this movie comes roaring back into significance. This movie, and there's a uh, Steven Soderbergh movie called Contagion, which is. A, it's a superior guts movie. Just the, just the flow of that movie is so superior. The payoff is there. This movie gets very Hollywood as we move into the third act. What is the third act? I used to reference this all the time. People always reference the acts. They never tell you when the act begins. When they start to track down the monkey, because the term carrier monkey came from this book and movie. The book, by the way, amazing book. The Hot Zone, Richard Preston. Uh, I read that. So I, this is also, quick side note, this is also during a phase of mine where uh, if I saw the movie, I had to read the book first. I did it with Congo. I did it with Jurassic Park. I, I, it started with Bram Stoker's Dracula for me. And I I kind of wish I would pick that back up, but it was a it was a different time because there was so much lead into movies because these were true tent poles, and you would get a couple of these movies a year, so it, it was pretty 
it was it was way easier than it is is now. Now you sit down and you have something new from Netflix or Hulu that you never even heard of, and it's based on something, and, and you have two choices: wait to watch it or or press play. So it it does disrupt that relationship a little bit. But yes, and the difference between Outbreak and Contagion is that this movie is just fun. It's just fun. It's a Hollywood movie, meaning it's there to entertain you. The performances, Dustin Hoffman is fantastic in this because he's playing this doctor, this military doctor, and the world is against him, and everything's against him, even in the beginning of this movie, even when he knows that uh, the potential of this virus. Now, a lot of the jargon in this movie, the way how to describe, uh, you know, they 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 under they undersell the virus in the beginning. The military doesn't think it's this. It's going to be the CDC problem. Uh, it kills people too quickly. It can't spread. These are all the things we heard about COVID, by the way. I mean, the the sentiments and the positioning in this movie echoes the things we were told with COVID. Uh, the idea that this movie pretty much popularized the idea of the carrier monkey, it's, it's fantastic. It's, fa- it's so fantastic. Now, the other parts of this movie, let's just talk about shooting, cinematography. We can tell that this movie's not in the jungle. We can tell this movie is backlot. We can tell that this movie is shot from the hip. It's shot inside of a warehouse. It's run and gun. It is studio filmmaking at its finest because there's times where you're not sure where you're at, meaning where they shot this. And that that itself is the magic. That works. Uh, we have a young Kevin Spacey in this movie, rocking and rolling. Doing his role, dying, <laughs> right? Like the 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 come upsmanship of this. Okay, the, you're you're in the big movie. You're with one of the biggest stars of all time, Dustin Hoffman, and you're going to die. <laughs> like go. You know, it's just part of like Hollywood lore. We got Renee Russo as the ex-wife. Now, I'll say this: I don't buy anyone ever marrying Dustin Hoffman. I I just don't. And but he needs wives in his movies, and it shows you how good he is. He's so good that you you, you kind of just chalk it up, and you're like, yes, Renee Russo might be interested in you long enough to marry you. But it, his it, his conclusion with her, they round the corner. Their arc, awesome. Donner Sutherland, good evil military guy arc. Morgan Freeman good military guy arc that 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 sees the light sees the light and helps them solve the problem now the biggest fault of this movie is how quickly they get this like vaccine from the monkey and saves they save everyone's lives and that's where you're just like oh my god because this movie could have went in a certain direction it could have went a little bit darker i wish it did because there's a little girl that uh, they, you know, it's movie connections and circumstances. But a little girl girl draws a picture of a monkey that she meets in her backyard. The mother realizes it. The mother's the one that tips everyone off, and they all go to the house. But the monkey's only going to come out if the little girl. <laughs> if <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking about this. I'm cracking up. If the little girl lures the monkey. Dustin Hoffman actually has... A great monologue convincing the girl to do 
what she has to do, which is the there's a uh, there's a medicine inside that monkey, and 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 a lot of people are going to get hurt. They're going to die, but they can prevent that if they get the medicine out of the monkey. They're not going to kill the monkey. Uh, cross my heart, hope to die. But you know, the monkey comes out. They capture the monkey. The little girl's fine. Nice tense moment, but the movie. It really would have swung for the fences if the monkey scratched the little girl and, and the little girl, you know, essentially died. I think this movie needed a little bit more gravity because at that point, we weren't too invested in Kevin Spacey getting sick. We weren't too invested in Renee Russo getting sick. That's also one of the great hooks. And I guess like, there was somewhat, somewhat zombie hook of these movies, which is everyone's eventually going to get infected. The cast, everyone's eventually going to get infected. Can they solve the problem before the virus reaches everyone? These movies, it's baked into the dome. That's what what makes them so exciting. Now, I got to say this. Michael uh, Balhaas, he's our cinematographer. Big shout out. And James Newton Howard coming in hot again with the film score this is uh this is a great film score i love the theme and i love the the monkey theme in this movie so look wolfgang peterson uh, we're not done with you yet uh top gun maverick just dropped on digital you can buy it for 20 bucks but guess what guess what who cares about traction who cares about uh, doing timely content or timely episodes? Because yeah, I could be probably getting more clicks and listens if I did a Top Gun Maverick episode today. But these ones are for you. Uh, did I say Jordan Wolfgang? Oh my God. <laughs> these ones are for you, Wolfgang Peterson, because you're one of the greats. And where does this movie fall in like the overall catalog of Wolfgang? It falls between in the line of fire great assassination movie and it falls between 1997 air force one uh relatively the movie that brought back harrison ford and the funny thing is um harrison ford was offered this role and he turned it down and it took him two years uh it took him you know like he must have just realized uh how good of a studio filmmaker wolfgang was because air force one shook up the world uh, it really introduced the idea of the president of the United States being an action hero. We later saw this in White House Down and uh, Olympus Has Fallen. Like, really cool stuff. And then, uh, yeah, he followed everything up with the with the Oscar, uh, Oscar run of Perfect Storm, uh, a movie to this day I feel like doesn't get enough credit. So we're just going to hang out. We're going to hang out with WP for a little bit. Next episode, 480. Is going to be never-ending story. Uh, I'm watching this as of right now. I'm just going to go back, uh, you know, because I go back and forth with some of these movies. Yeah, I mean, uh, a couple of revelations with that. Uh, big callback, too, to when I first saw that. So let's get into that. Thanks for hanging out. P.R.A. DeLuca here, signing out.